0: It is Wednesday, December 2nd, 2020, and you are listening to the Federalist Forum, a constitutional think tank for every patriotic American. Today on the Federalist Forum, I will break down the anatomy of fake news very quickly, coming up next on the Federalist Forum. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Federalist Forum. I am your host, Tom. Thank you for tuning in to the podcast that's become a popular resource for conservative truth and action a podcast that is about to change your mind about conspiracy theories or something like that. Okay, this is going to be a very brief episode today, a very quick one, and a lot more levity uh, than substance, I suppose, in a way. It depends on how you perceive what you're about to hear. But I, I've got to record something quick today to give you an idea of how easily conspiracy theories are born and often how ridiculous they can be, and how they get spread and pieces get blown out of context and misconstrued. I'm just going to use a fictitious example. Uh, and let's go to the old fable of the tortoise and the hare. In, in the storied fable, you know that story concerns a rabbit who ridicules a really lazy turtle. You now the turtle finally gets pissed off at the rabbit's arrogant behavior and challenges them to a race. Well, during that race, the <clears throat> rabbit soon leaves the turtle behind and, confident of winning, takes a nap mid- midway through the race. Uh, When the rabbit wakes up, then, however, he finds that his competitor, crawling slowly but steadily, had arrived before him. That's the gist of it, anyway. Well, let's say you're really offended by this. I mean, come on. There's no way a rabbit loses a race to a fucking turtle. And, And you're convinced, for the only reason being that you didn't see the rabbit nap, that something more sinister was at play here. And you love rabbits! I mean, from Easter eggs to Playboy, your entire belief system revolves around this fucking magical, in your eyes, unbeatable rabbit, right? So you spend some time Googling turtles. Something's not right here. And wouldn't you know it? You're Googling and there are these badass ninja turtles. They're like the Navy SEALs of turtles. Quick and strong and giant war dicks, right? I mean, fuck, this is starting to make more sense now. So you start posting a bunch of pictures of these cartoon badasses. And because they swim, you know, you figure that they must have been at Epstein Island with Clinton, John Roberts, Benny Hill, Emilio Estevez, and the Pointer Sisters. So you crop one of these little Navy SEAL turtles into a picture of Bill Clinton waiting in some water with the Duke of Earl. And you float this stuff all over the internet for days and weeks with really ambiguous posts. Shit that's like a riddle and a mathematical story problem at the same time. Something like, if Bill Clinton wades in the water when he doesn't think the North Koreans are watching, how many Navy SEAL Ninja Turtles dodge sniper fighter with his wife? Now share this post 1,000 times or you'll inherit your grandmother's syphilis. So just some crazy fucking wild shit like that. And And a ton of people share it, right? Because they don't want Navy SEAL Turtle syphilis or any of that crap coming down on them. Who would? So now you have everyone convinced. Well you have every easily manipulated person convinced that these turtles are sinister pedophiles who are surely connected to the Clintons. So we have it all figured out now. It's clear as day. The rabbit didn't nap. The rabbit was actually jumped by these Ninja Turtles who quickly flew the rabbit to Gitmo, while Hillary Clinton beat the rabbit over the head with Janet Reno's dildo until the poor bastard rabbit was unconscious. Then, the Navy SEAL Ninja Turtles, those pedophilic reptilian bastards, they escorted the special needs turtle to the finish line of the race. And Epstein didn't kill himself. Okay, that last part is probably very true. Folks, there are two main components to thinking critically, at least the way I approach things. The first is being able to substantiate events. Not just pieces of them, but the entirety of them, so that context is not lost or dishonestly manipulated. And the second part is equally as important, and that's using solid deductive reasoning to eliminate misconceptions by determining what is absolutely not true about what you are reading or what is grossly missing. There are a lot of things we'd like to believe, and certainly there are bits and pieces of some rather outlandish things out there that might be true, but scripting a larger fairy tale from mere coincidences or fabricated assumptions is silly and it's a dishonesty, and it, it, and it does not help anything about what we do. More than ever, we need good information. We need things and people we can trust. So I urge you to cast a wide net looking for information, but carefully study what fills it and throw away most of what you catch because a lot of it is garbage. Most of it is garbage. This one was short on purpose, but I have read so much nonsense today that I feel like I'm morphing into Mother Goose's ugly duckling cousin. (laughs) Uh, that's all for today. If you enjoyed the show, especially this brief episode, I'd be grateful if you take a minute to share it with your friends and family. If you're on Apple and will leave me a positive review, it would be very appreciated. Feel free to follow and engage with me on Parler. My handle is at ExposingLibsBS. Friends, it's time for all of us to passionately take action and do it smartly. And we the people have a proud history of doing just that. You've been listening to the Federalist Forum. Thank you for your listenership and for your patriotism as we fight together to preserve the founding principles of our constitutional republic. Until next time, sapientia est potentia, wisdom is power.